0: talk tonight. We are with Rachel.
1: Yep. Hi.
0: Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. We, uh, what are we, what are we talking about tonight?
2: Tonight, we're going to indulge in the world of the paranormal. So take that as you will, because there's a lot of different meanings to people about paranormal. Hey, Jeremy, what's paranormal mean to you? Ghosts. Why'd you say it like you were six?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I did that on purpose, obviously. No, I mean, paranormal, I mean, ghosts and stuff like that. Like, unexplained, I guess, instances. I don't know. Do you want
2: me to sum it up for you? Yeah, sure. The definition of paranormal is events or phenomenon that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. Does that help you at all, Jeremy? Sure. Well it could be it could be ghosts, it could be like technically UFOs, it could be different things in cryptozoology, it could be like life and death. Could be. It depends on how you feel about that. (laughs) Um but yes, our guest tonight is Rachel, who is my younger sister. I was gonna say little sister, but I didn't want to embarrass you, so we are so sorry, Rachel.
1: Yeah. I know it's terribly
3: it's
1: an experience for sure.
2: Related <laughs> it's to a paranormal, paranormal experience. <laughs> um, you're our guest tonight. We'll start with you. Have you? Well, give me your thoughts on the paranormal.
1: Oh well, okay. Well, I have a question for you guys too. I just thought we should start off by if you guys believe in ghosts or not, or you know, spirits or That's that type question. of thing.
0: Actually, uh, Jeremy, I believe Jeremy has a question for you first.
1: Fine, yeah. I
3: was gonna I wait till later in the episode to do no, it. No,
1: you could just get
2: it out of the way now.
3: <laughs> You're no fun. All right. Anyways, real quick, do you believe in Bigfoot?
1: I believe that there could be a Bigfoot. Sure. Uh, I'm not right, gonna say no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> moving on,
0: you know. I'm going to have to start putting that question in the uh, table talk questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. For
3: those no, because that, that ruins my escape, fun. We'll jump back. So what's your
2: what's your thoughts on the paranormal world?
1: Well, I asked you guys if you believe in ghosts first. I want to know.
0: Jeremy, head <laughs> it off Before I get
1: into,
3: us, into it. Think? Oh, yes. Uh, 100% I agree. believe, yes.
1: Okay. All
0: right. i think what would be really cool is if we answer her question and then we explain why
3: <laughs> i mean i was letting one. everybody else explain and then i was gonna tell my story
0: that, we definitely should be doing like personal stories if we have time for that later but do you want to get into it jeremy why do you believe
3: well uh a couple it was like a week after my dad passed away back five years ago now um I was sitting in the living room right next to... My dad had a blood pressure... Blood pressure reader. I told you guys this story up north. And, um... It just started automatically going off with nothing near it or anything. So... And then... Mm -hmm. A receipt jar fell off the microwave with nothing... No windows open or nothing. So, I mean... I've had some few things happen, but I mean... I've always really believed in them.
2: Well, I had a question because I have you did tell us that story recently. This, uh, and I'm not trying to be a dick, so please. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I,
3: I'm 100
2: serious. When you say receipt jar, you've never actually clarified what this is, is this like a, a full size cookie jar or what. It is was it
3: a secret? mason jar that my dad just put receipts in. And like a twelve ounce. I don't know, man. because
2: <laughs> well, I'm trying this to This was think five, five years ago. ago.
3: It was like your standard mason jar, like that big.
2: Okay, twelve so yes, twelve ounce would be yes. Sure. Okay. So a twelve ounce mason jar with no wind or draft fell off the the what? Microwave. Microwave.
3: Which is
0: good
2: place for receipts.
0: It was
3: in the kitchen, obviously.
2: Okay. Yeah. Most people's microwaves are in the kitchen. (laughs) I normally keep mine in the living room next to the couch.
3: I mean that's a good idea.
2: Jesse, can we just go to you? He, his answer was yes.
3: <laughs> I said yes, you fuck.
0: Well, my mine is kind of a long-winded answer, as always. Yeah. So, uh, i i want I want to believe that uh, the paranormal is real because I've had a lot of weird, unexplained things happen throughout my. 30 years of life some like really good I guess I could say happenstances and then like others that were really scary but they were all unexplained which is why I say it would be cool if it's all real but me being objective I don't know if it's real so it could all just be chemical reactions in our brain and we're taking information in and our brain's going oh that's probably the ghost of your second cousin who just passed who made that light turn on when it was just the
2: light turning on so all of jeremy's thoughts are just hogwash no (laughs) okay i just want to clarify i
0: well they might be no um it's it's too much of a loaded question, I, I think, for me to say yes or no. That's kind of like saying, like, do you believe in an afterlife? I think it'd be really dumb to say no, and it's kind of dumb to say yeah. I think it's better to talk about it. Okay.
2: That
1: Good answer.
2: Sense. Yeah, I
0: know.
1: Jake, you're up.
2: Well, before I get into mine, Jeremy's going to know exactly what I mean by this. You know, Jesse, eventually I'm going to find a question that you say yes or no to. Because I think every question we've ever asked you, you're always like, I don't think I've ever said yes. yes. Uh, Which I totally appreciate because you have a lot of thought and insight. But I'm going to find out yes or no one day. One day. So, my thought on the paranormal is that yes, there's uh, a little bit of both. I do believe in ghosts, but I don't necessarily believe in demons. And we'll, get, we'll uh-huh. probably get into those later. Sorry. Why you gotta be hating on the demons? Well, it's All just, right. you know, I don't know if there's like... Anyway, yes, I believe in the <laughs> paranormal. Let's just, we'll focus on the question at hand here.
1: Cool. Okay,
0: okay what, but... what about you, Rachel?
1: Oh, I definitely believe in ghosts. I mean, uh, yeah. I think there's yeah. too much that has happened and that people have seen, and you know, account, account I don't know the word, but yeah, I definitely believe in something spirits, ghosts, whatever so, you want to call it.
0: So let me pose this question, and you can tell me if this is correct or not. You're saying that based on the overwhelming amount of personal evidence, that's your reason why you believe? Or do you I have? I mean, not your just own- me.
1: Just no, on I'm saying, like, like, like,
0: in general, like, there's a lot of testimonies of people's personal truths. So not, like, objective truths, but, like, personal truths, like like Jeremy's story. Like, that's yeah. a personal truth. Like, that's something that happened to him, and not that Jeremy would ever lie about anything like that, but that is something that has happened to him that is not, like, objectively documented. So, But, but you're saying that because there's, you know, probably millions and millions of people throughout history that have had these myself included uh these weird occurrences that you're saying that it has to be real or you just believe that it's real
1: yeah i'm not saying it has to be it's just what i believe i think that it's real okay which also goes along with just like my other personal beliefs on like afterlife and everything you were talking about that those two just like coincide for me so in like my belief is that they're real
2: fair enough I don't want to go terribly off topic, because in my opinion, the paranormal is mostly, I would say, ghost or spirits. Um, so, Rachel, what to you would be a ghost? Like, is there really um, a true definition of a ghost for you?
1: For me, I think it's just those who have died and now have not found their way into where they're supposed to be in their afterlife. And they're kind of like in the between of the two living and no longer living realms and for whatever the reason is they're just here chilling with us for now till they find their way to where they need to be okay (laughs)
2: Jesse?
0: see we could take that as a paranormal thing because if that was a black cat we should all just get off
2: she's almost yeah she's like black and brown
0: Hold
1: on, I'm going to kick him out real quick.
0: She means that she's going to very respectfully pick up that animal with love and kisses and put him in the other room.
1: I've I've seen her kick him out.
2: She's going to punt that cat across
1: the floor. (laughs) It's very nice and gentle.
2: A paranormal punt. Respect. So after that little brief edit, uh, Jesse, what is your thought on a ghost? On what a ghost is? Yeah, like, what do you think a ghost is? The definition of a ghost. So we're we're not talking about like evil spirits, right? We're just talking about ghosts. Well, unless you believe ghosts are evil spirits. But yes, to, I mean, That's like, a loaded question.
0: Like, uh, but to <laughs> answer your question, uh, if if I were to say what could be the most realistic answer in my mind is that uh, a ghost would be the leftover like radiance of the energy that you are right now so like picture this you wake up in the morning you enjoy a certain food for breakfast you eat it it tastes great makes you feel great take a shower you got this soap that you use it smells great you love it excuse me you go to work uh you enjoy your job there's people at work that talk to you uh you you tell them about your day you make you know you crack jokes you go home, you hang out with your wife, you guys are uh, you know, happy together, you're joking, you're making plans about the future, and you go to sleep. Now just imagine all that just stops. It's just done. I would think that a ghost would be like the leftover energy of that particular chain of events. Does that okay. make sense?
2: Yeah, it kind of makes sense. I think it... Uh... It's almost in line with what Rachel was saying, I think, but I think it's a lot more deeper of a thought. Like, no offense to her, I think you are looking at it way deeper as far as an explanation, but I feel like you guys are both basically on the same line almost. That's just me from listening to it, though.
0: Um, Like, I just feel like, realistically, if I were to say that, yeah, ghosts are real, I would say that there would have to be some type of, like, leftover... This is almost like a disrespectful word, but leftover like residue of people when they're gone. That's just (laughs) what I would think. That's the most believable thing. I don't think that Casper's floating around. (laughs) Uh, And I don't, I don't, uh, I'm going to make a few people mad if certain people listen to this podcast if I say this, but I don't really sometimes think that like, when your loved one dies, that they're all like if to say that they do come back as a ghost, they're not all there like they were. Like because I keep I want to keep using that word like residue or like a remnant or something left over. Like, am I making sense or no?
3: No, I I'm I understand what you're saying. Okay,
1: yeah, I think he
3: gets it. I don't know that's just my two cents. Okay,
2: um, to dive, out to extend off of that, Jeremy, what are your two cents about a
3: ghost? I mean, I pretty much agree with Rachel. It's whatever, it's your soul or spirit, whatever you want to call it, just not finding its way yet and then waiting around until it finds its way or eventually doesn't.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Very simple.
3: Because that's why you have, like, in these, some of these stories, you have 300-year-old ghosts and stuff that never found their way to where they're supposed to go
2: understand that
3: do
0: you do you believe in uh, if you guys have heard this but do you believe in that theory that a ghost is just a repeating pattern of energy that once was
2: I personally have heard that before and that's uh, that's what my thought of a ghost is so thank you for bringing that up
0: yeah I think they talk about that a lot on uh what is that show? ghost adventures
1: yeah I've definitely heard that I feel like they talk
0: about that all the time about like a repeating pattern Mm. which is why a haunt is like something that will just happen over and over again at like a particular thing like at 12 o'clock on the 8th of October every year a woman in a white dress stubs her toe and yells fuck you know what I mean like it's just like a (laughs) repeating thing and no I've never heard
3: that exact thing I love your narration (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> It could be my regular voice if you want it to be. It's just so um,
3: sarcastic. It's amazing.
0: But yeah, I, I don't... I personally don't believe in that theory. I think it's ex- incredibly interesting because that would... It would be a little bit scientifically doable, but
2: I still don't believe it. Just me. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can believe 100%, but I can believe certain aspects to it because I don't... I don't believe that a ghost is technically and this is going to get a little bit off topic with apparitions and things like that or however you know when people appear and it's a ghost and it's their spirit and they take on the form of a human and blah 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 and I, I don't know that but I've never had an experience with that so I guess that's very easy for me to say you're full of shit you didn't see no person there
0: but that's do just you, me do you think that ghosts are intelligent Do you th- no hold on that's dumb. Do you think that ghosts are self-aware?
2: See, but I don't know. That's a hard question to ask because I really think it's truthfully just some type of form of energy. I don't think it's the soul of a person. So I don't, I don't think energy can be intelligent, can it? I mean, I guess technically, yeah, it could be anything scientifically possible. But I still, I think it's just a form of energy. There, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that they would be self-aware because I mean, they're not a person anymore. It's just something like you kind of said, left over from them that is now here for whatever reason. So I don't think they would know so, that they're a ghost or whatever.
0: Is it safe to say that when you're saying soul or spirit, we're talking about the same thing? Like just energy? Yeah. Say- okay, Because I know people have a big problem with when you say soul or spirit. I feel like certain people, they have a different picture in their mind. Like there's choirs of angels singing in the background type of deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just more talking about their energy. Okay,
0: fair enough. I just want to make sure that that is what you mean by that.
2: Yeah, I don't know your guys' personal life, but I would say because a lot of this could get very religious, I think we're a very good group of four to talk about this.
0: Was there anyone in this group that's religious?
2: Raise your hand. That's exactly what I thought. So it,
0: we saw,
2: that, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> Jeremy goes to bed and says, "says his prayers to the Twitch gods
1: every
2: Twi- night." Dude, I
3: Twitch was are you. Damn it, it right, not a religion. It is to me. Anything's a religion. The flying spaghetti monster.
0: Is that a Michigan-based monster? I never heard about that. <laughs>
2: Could be. You know what, Jesse, with that narration voice, you should really read uh, children's books. Like a flying spade. You should narrate children's books. I don't really think that books.
0: that's like a compliment in any way. Fine, <laughs> you could have a whole new... You should totally words. read Dr. Seuss.
2: You could. <laughs> At 12 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I could always so,
0: narrate children's books with my uh, crazy scientist voice.
1: Well, what's a lot of (laughs) time there? All right, Bill Cosby, calm down. (laughs) Uh, Tonight on Table Talk, we're talking about...
0: uh,
2: (laughs) That that voice scares me more. (laughs) So, since we're talking about ghosts, it brings up another topic. Do you think a ghost, whatever your opinion of a ghost is, can attach itself to objects... Like, as far as a certain place, or, like, in Jeremy's case, like, maybe his computer desktop one day. <sighs> Something with meaning, Jeremy. Don't roll your eyes at me. You know that thing means a lot to you.
1: I think yes, to answer your question.
2: Okay, thanks for jumping in. Anybody that wants to
1: yeah. I think that, um, well, in my opinion of a ghost, it would be either, I mean, wherever it died or wherever... Where something was um, meaningful to them, so or if it's an object, or you know, I think definitely, yeah, it could be attached to something or somewhere or someone.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, look at the, uh, and I'm sure all everyone knows the story, the Annabelle doll. Yeah. I'm only using that as as an example, only because it's extremely documented, not because it's like, oh, it's a crazy story. It could be that you know there was a spirit attached to a pile of crap but if it was the most documented story, I'd probably bring that up. But I mean, Annabelle was super documented. That was a really dumb way to say that it was documented. Well, uh, in the seventies or whatever with, uh, the Warrens. So, I mean, like there was a lot of evidence back then that it was possible, but then that was evidence coming from people that hundred percent believed in that. But it, if, even if you don't believe in that and you look at the story of the Annabelle doll, it's pretty weird.
2: This episode is going to give me nightmares. <laughs>
1: Good.
2: <laughs> I just want you to know. And I blame you.
1: Yeah, he's probably not lying. He was very scared as a child, you know. Scary movies? Nope. Scary stories? That's, nope.
2: That's why I, don't, I say I don't believe in the demons. I don't want to get into that <laughs> <laughs> talk. Oh, is this one of
0: the things where it's like ignorance is bliss?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I try to be. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Jeremy? Yo. Well, the other two have so far answered their questions. Jesse went a little in the Annabelle, doll. What are
3: your thoughts? I mean, I, I don't like, I kind of, I mean, I'm still agreeing with Rachel. <laughs> Shut up. There's no, oh, okay. there's no wrong answer. I know, I'm just you like... You guys
0: can start your own podcast.
3: Shut up. But <laughs> no, I mean...
2: You're a sound guy.
3: <sighs> I mean, I can just be the sound guy and you just shut up. No, no, no. Come on, I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> I mean, they could be attached to, a, like she said, a person, place, or thing. It's just, like, where they're... And like you guys would keep wanting to say energy where their energy resides. So,
0: do you think that they get to choose what they get attached to? Because who, no. f- who wants no? Okay, so we don't even need to talk about that. Because I, no. I don't, <laughs> Okay,
3: <laughs>
0: I'm glad that that was shut down. I'm trying to really think outside the box.
2: So they do not get to choose.
1: I mean, I would say no too. I think it's just whatever was meaningful in their life and sometimes you don't get to choose what's meaningful in your life and it just kind of happens
2: so like that doll
0: deep
1: answer (laughs) yeah a doll i don't know
0: yeah okay but the story behind the doll is that it wasn't that was like
2: a malevolent spirit jake so i don't know it scares me i never looked into it
0: (laughs) and if you talk to people who believe in like evil spirits, they're extremely self-aware. So, yeah, makes sense. I agree I, with
1: that I, one. You,
0: Jake, do you have a fan above your head? Yeah, why? Okay, because <laughs> real quick, like it this kind of oh. spooked me real. Because I saw like the shadow shoot from left to right, and I'm like, uh, <laughs>
3: I just noticed that too. Jake, that you said Jake that
0: something crawling on your ceiling.
2: <laughs> you might want to screen record just in case. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just see Jake go flying backwards. Yes.
2: Yes,
0: I have a... Yes, I have a fan. So, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, Jeremy, do you have... Oh, we lost Jeremy. And we lost Jake. What the hell are you fucking going? Uh, Hello, Rachel. Um,
3: okay, you're, you're asking we're for me? are here
0: tonight on Table Talk with me and Rachel. Nope. We're losing her, too. <laughs> and I'm Jesse and I'm Sorry.
2: here tonight on Table Talk talking to myself. <laughs> you totally missed it. It was great. Sorry.
1: <laughs> was
0: there a dog that
2: just jumped on your couch?
3: There's a new shape behind you. That one right there? Yeah. yeah that's a dog. Is that Max. a dog? That's Max. The
2: dog.
0: Oh, that's funny. I was wondering what the fuck that was. I looked over and that wasn't there last
3: <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Yeah, he jumped on the couch.
0: It's Julian furry. came downstairs. So. Very furry ghost. Uh, that's crazy.
3: Uh you were asking for Oops. me though sir.
0: Uh yeah I was asking for you. Um the other stories that you just uh like the two stories examples that you gave
1: mm-hmm.
0: of like personal stuff that's happened to you. Do you have
3: any more? I mean the only other one like I can't really say it was like paranormal but um I, like after day, it was like ra- <laughs> It was right after my dad passed away again. I was, uh, me and my sister and her boyfriend at the time were hanging out in the basement. And we heard my sister's female, one of her one of her dogs, upstairs playing with something. But all the other dogs Aww, were downstairs.
0: This is already creepy.
3: All the other dogs were downstairs. And she was in my dad's room. Just jumping around playing with something. But no, nobody was upstairs, no dogs or nothing. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And we just go upstairs, she's just literally sitting in the middle of the room, just sitting there wagging her tail looking like at the corner of the room.
0: That's really weird. Yeah. That's better than the other two stories you told. Yeah, Why I mean,
2: tell us that when
3: we were. Cuz I didn't that think about it.
2: The shit out of me. Yeah, give her to that receipt story. That's just a waste yeah, the, time. the receipt oh, story I hate is confusing you guys because you got to clarify
0: how many ounces of the mason jar. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm saying. There's too much going on. (laughs) Jeremy, sorry to sidetrack. So, Rachel, I didn't even tell you this story. So me, the three of us are walking through the woods because we're working on the uh, documentary. And I get brought up of uh, spooky stories of, like, supposed paranormal activity we've experienced. Jesse has a good story that does scare you, and then Jeremy talks about how receipts fell off his microwave. <laughs> so, Jeremy, you need to really tell a dog story from now on,
1: okay?
3: I have one more, though. She Julian just reminded the me. Receipts? Um... Something similar. Not oh. the receipts. Sorry, sorry. Not the receipts.
1: <laughs> no, we were, um...
3: <laughs> just don't tell it. Shut the fuck up. We were, I was sitting in the living room with my sister's boyfriend and all of a sudden the door just swung open and slammed shut. Like it's, again, no wind, no nothing. Like literally the door, it was a glass pane door. So there was like no force behind it, but the sl- slammed open, just slammed back shut. We're just like, we thought like the dog ran through the door or something, but the dogs were all downstairs. Did the dog. No. Yeah, so it wasn't the dog. No. Again, no wind or nothing.
2: Did the door break? No. Oh. No, I would not. Again, it would have been funny if the door broke. Oh,
3: yeah, it would, oh, be yeah, really it would have been fucking, well, it's kind of scary, but hilarious at the yeah, same that, time. Yeah,
2: that would have been fucking hilarious
0: so the door would just shatter in front of you. I
3: would have been like, uh what the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah, You're no, excited. I mean, we checked and, like, I ran outside to make sure the dog didn't run outside. There was no, like, all the dogs were laying in the basement with my sister and my mom.
0: When when was this?
3: About the same time period as all the other stories.
0: So you had like this bout of weird stuff yeah. happening. Hmm. Has it's anything nice happened list. ever? Uh, like since?
3: No, I mean, we were we were only in that house for a couple months after my dad passed. So hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know who lives there now, but I don't talk to him. But. There could be stuff going on. I don't know.
2: Interesting.
0: Jake, what do you got?
2: To me, well, see, personally, I don't have anything. But I well, take that back. I have one that is very unexplainable. But I don't necessarily know if it's paranormal. So this was not long after... um, I met my now wife went over to her house and, uh, they have an old grandfather clock in their hallway. Um, hasn't worked for years. I believe it belonged to my wife's, um, grandmother on her mother's side. So her mother's mother. Um, so anyway, I got passed down through the family and, um, I guess she was really attached to it, and my wife's uncle, who's no longer with us, was really attached to it. So long story short, we're sitting there, me and uh, my father-in-law, and we're just sitting there, and it starts to go off. And uh, I looked at him, and I was like, I've never heard that clock go off before. He's like, well, that's because it doesn't work. And he just gave me the the straightest. Rachel, you, uh, well, Rachel and Jeremy have met Jim. Jesse, I think it's been a long time since you've seen him. But he, when he looks at you straight, he gave me the straightest look and just goes, yeah, it's because it doesn't work. And didn't bat an eye, didn't laugh, nothing. I'm like, okay. And he goes, if you don't believe me, go look at it. Uh, so I stand up, I go over there, and sure, shit, it's not plugged into the wall, and it's going off. So, like, I move it a little bit to make sure it's truthfully not plugged into the wall, and it's not. And I said, uh, so how's it working? And he goes, well, we think her brother – really had a bond with that clock and sometimes it goes off when his spirit's in the house and i just walked right out the front door and hung outside for <laughs> 10, 10 15 minutes and then i came back and he couldn't stop laughing but yeah i got out of that house
3: nope 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 nope, nope 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 nope
2: he was messing with you no and the reason i say that is because my wife has also heard that clock go off um i believe I can't clarify right now. It was either the day of or the day after that um, her mom's brother, her uncle, passed away. That clock went off. And they also smelled cigarette smoke throughout the house. He was a smoker. Nobody else in their house smokes or has smoked.
0: That's so weird. Yeah. Uh,
3: There's that train again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo, motherfucker.
2: So I have that that experience, I guess, personally would be the only quote-unquote paranormal experience I've ever had. I've had a lot of stories. I've heard stories from uh, my dad who supposedly saw a shadow leave out of my room and then go back into my room. And he said he thought it was me. And it was very, very late at night. So he immediately jumped up to go see if it was me. And he said that I was already in bed, turned facing the window and supposedly he even came around and I was dead asleep so he, was, he told me the next morning he's like there's no way it was you which creeps me out because I didn't experience it and supposedly <laughs> he did and I went out and then back into my room that I used to live in when I lived there yeah there's some uh, there's some stuff that I've known about and heard about but uh again I haven't really had a true experience in my opinion other than that clock I guess You know, but to me, I try to think realistically, that could be faulty wiring or, you know, something. If it's not plugged in. I understand if it's not plugged in, but clocks can still work when they're not plugged in. This is a fact. I'll find a video. I'll forward
0: it to you. I don't believe you. You know why? Because I don't know shit about clocks.
2: (laughs) I don't know shit about clocks either. Well, but apparently, your family is world.
0: obsessed with clocks. They like to haunt them when they're, you know, <laughs> after no, they pass. My, so that's my in-laws. Oh, your in-oh, excuse me. Oh, in-laws <laughs> on family. Oh, did you hear that?
2: No, 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 no. Big shovel not,
0: you got there, buddy? You just, just, just not away.
2: biological.
0: Okay, nice. You thing. know what, Jesse?
2: Why don't you tell me what you've experienced?
0: Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Well,
3: uh, so that well, wraps up tabletop.
0: Yeah, well, uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, ghosts aren't real. Um, so here in the condo where we live now in Plymouth, we've had some weird stuff happen, which is unexplained. And the uh, story, I think I, did I tell that when we were up north?
3: Yeah.
2: Yes, and to clarify, this is not Plymouth, Massachusetts, which is near Salem. This is Plymouth, Michigan. I didn't Some know that golf. was
0: a place. A place. But I don't know why I said place like Mike Tyson. Just place. Like, that was weird. Place. Uh, anywho, um, there was one time, and it was really, really weird. I remember we were laying in bed, and it was pretty late, um, or late, pretty early in the morning, um, and. So I, I have my daughter overnight twice a week and maybe when she was younger, every now and then she would get out of bed um, and kind of like wander around or she'd come and wake me up and be like, uh, you know, Dada, I want some juice or whatever. Well, like now that she's older, I've noticed that she hasn't really, she doesn't ever do that. Like she'll normally sleep throughout the entire night, every night. Um, and then even now when she wakes up, she doesn't come get me anymore. Like she'll just, she'll let me sleep. Shout out to my kid. That's really great. Um, but there was one night I did have her over. I can't remember the exact date, but, uh, it was like sometime last year. So it was, no, actually it was about a year and a half ago. So it was like shortly after we moved in and we're laying in bed and sleeping and the way that the bed is positioned in the master bedroom uh if you are just laying on your back and you're looking towards the door there is the living room so you can see the living room uh slightly illuminated by the attached kitchen further through the condo and so it's a little creepy it's a little off-putting because if Uh, someone is, say, standing in the hallway or doorway, all of their features are going to be a little blocked out by the illuminated living room slash kitchen. So it's low lighting. Well, I remember I I woke up and I I couldn't tell you what time it was, but it was definitely still like early morning, uh, like late at night. And I thought that I saw a little dark shadow shoot from right to left, which would be the living room going down the hallway towards my daughter's room. So I thought, Oh, she's awake. So I get out of bed and this, this wasn't weird to me whatsoever at, at, at that point because Again, it's normal for me not to be able to actually see like my daughter's face or any like if she's standing in the doorway, which she used to do back in the day. So it's not weird that I would just see a silhouette, so completely normal. So I get out of bed, I go down to her room, I turn the corner in her room and I see that she's in bed. so I'm like, this kid, she's playing with me." So I go up to her, and I'm like, "Kid, what do you need?" And I'm looking at her, and she's snoring. I'm like, uh... So I'm like, maybe she's faking it. So I'm like, kid, and I'm trying to wake her up. Well, she's, like, sweaty. And if you know anything about, you know, like, your kids when they're sleeping... What, none of you, Rachel, do you have children? Nope. Okay. So I guess I would be the only one. <laughs> I guess I'd be the mm-hmm. only one that would know this. Uh, So kids, when they sleep, and they're, like, in that deep sleep, they sweat like crazy, and they, like, drench their clothes, like... All the way through, it's inevitable. That's really annoying. Uh, So I look at my kid, and she's sweating like crazy. So I'm like, this child has not woken up in hours. This kid's been sleeping. So it was right then and there that it dawned on me, right when I figured out that, like, oh, she's been sleeping, Uh, every hair on my head stood up because I kept thinking of that silhouette in the hallway. And it was almost like, I don't know if it was like my blood pressure got high or what, but I, I heard like ringing in my ears. Like it was like audible, like loud in my ears. I was so scared because I was like, I can't explain what I just saw in the hallway. And I remember peeking my head back out into the hallway. There was nothing there. So I'm like, what in the hell was that? I remember I went to bed. I laid in bed for, I, I honestly don't know how long. Just staring at the doorway because I was freaked out. Um, Still don't know what that was to this day. It definitely was not my daughter. I really wish it was, but it wasn't. Um, There's been other things that have happened here where it's a normal thing for us to be laying in bed. And it will sound and feel as if someone is walking through the hallway and then into our bedroom. So much to where uh, I'd say 50% of the time we will get up and look towards the door like if we're faced the other way because we're like physically convinced like someone's walking into our room. It's really weird. It freaked us out a lot when we first moved in. Uh, And by freaked out, I mean like we were both like, what the fuck? And then went back to bed. But uh it's it's weird because the there's a a very distinct difference between our neighbors upstairs when they walk, because we can't really feel that in our feet. We can hear it, but we can't feel it. This we can feel like in our feet, like as if it's on our floor. So it's very distinctly different, and it's very well. <laughs> Jake shaking his head. No, uh,
2: it's it's time for you to move. I'm not kidding.
0: But. Weird things have happened everywhere that I've lived.
2: Okay, but I'm saying Maybe I feel you like feel. I'm going to see an See, evolution.
0: now you sound like everyone else, Rachel. You sound like everyone else who has heard this story. They go, Yeah, I think it's you.
3: <laughs> yeah, someone <of> attached <laughs> to you, you man. Everywhere. You're haunted.
0: We can get on a tangent on how I think that mm-hmm. it might just be me, but that's a different topic. It's a darker topic.
2: So next week,
1: Jessie's <laughs> <on laughs> point. <laughs>
0: Uh, but no, we've had, so that, that happens every now and then, uh, and it doesn't matter what time of the day it will be. I'm, I'm a big fan of naps. Everyone should take their naps. Um, I'm a big fan of naps. And so I will take naps every other day, whether it's a 20 minute nap, an hour nap. Uh, and one, like it'll be, you know, 10 11 o'clock in the middle of the day. And you'll, you'll hear that and feel that in the floors if someone's like walking through the condo, like into the bedroom. It's really weird. Um, And when we're sleeping at night, we don't ever experience that because we sleep with a fan on. So if there's like some dude haunting our condo at night, he's not really winning because we can't hear him. Smart. So yeah, it's also kind of smart because it drowns out all the, I don't know, the trains and the ghosts. I mean, there could be a ghost like with a drum kit in the front room and we're just not we're not hearing it
2: <laughs> look because I work for that city I think you live in a phenomenal area however between the trains and the ghosts I think it's time for you to relocate but I like the trains though they're big machines they're cool I mean yeah the trains
0: <laughs> I have the patience of a rock I don't care getting stuck by the trains I like it
2: Are you? Uh, do you have any more experiences you want to share with us
0: Uh, I mean, so there was that one that I told you guys about uh, when we were up north filming about the mirror coming off the wall for no reason. Um, That one I feel like I kind of like accepted that it wasn't anything paranormal, even though if you just listen to the story, you're like, yeah, it's paranormal, buddy. But so we come home uh, before COVID Uh, we would take Friday nights as our like date night. And we would normally just go like downtown Plymouth, uh, or we'd go to the theater and we'd come home pretty late, you know, anytime between, you know, 1030 to one o'clock in the morning. And one night we come home and we had a mirror. So picture like a kid drawing a sun. That's the shape of the mirror. So it's like got all these different spiked angles and whatnot. Um, and it's probably a good 15, 20 inches across in diameter. Um, and it's heavy. So probably like a five pound mirror. Pretty heavy for a mirror. Um, we come home and I walk through the kitchen and I see that my significant other is standing in the living room staring down the hallway and I'm like what is she looking at and then I look and I see that the mirror is on the floor down the hallway and so the, my first initial question was why is the mirror down the hallway I thought like maybe she put it there cuz uh, I think what had happened is I had gotten off work that night and I came home and I just picked her up like in the driveway like I didn't even come into the house that night until we were done uh running around so like I just assumed like oh while I was at work, she moved the mirror. Don't know why it's on the floor, but, like, maybe she moved the mirror. So I'm, like, why is the mirror down there? And she turns around, and just the look on her face scared the hell out of me because she was, like, white as a ghost. Um, And she was, like, speechless. Like, her mouth was open. Like, it was just, like, something out of the movies. Like, she had just, like, seen a ghost. And I'm, like, holy shit. Somebody's in the house. Because I, I thought she didn't move that mirror someone moved that mirror. So I instinctively tell her to like lock herself into the bathroom. I go and search for my safety tools. We'll just call it, Um, (laughs) which was compromised at the time. But anyways, I, uh, I, I start looking around the entire place inside and out. I check windows. I check doors. I go into the basement I checked the crawl space in the basement, which was disgusting Um, because I'm like, if there's somebody (laughs) playing games with us and breaking into our house, I'm going to find them and I'm going to do something not very Christian to them. Um, Never found anything, obviously. So anyways, uh, I I quote unquote clear the house with a hatchet uh, because my (laughs) firearm was jammed. I clear the house with a hatchet and, uh, you know, I, I start talking to her and I'm like, how could this even happen? Uh, where was the mirror? Like it was up on the wall, right? You know, and she's like, oh, of course it was up on the wall. I was using it earlier in the day. So the mirror was in the room, in our master bedroom up on the wall, about five feet, five and a half feet up on a wall secured with a nail don't tell the landlord. Uh, secured with a nail, pretty sturdy. I mean, on the wall, uh, it had to be sturdy because it was so heavy. So we weren't gonna like put it up there with like a tack or like a uh, one of those tiny little thin nails. Like it was, it was secured pretty well on the wall. Um, so it had somehow fell off the wall, went around the bed, which is the majority of the bedroom space. It's a big bed maneuvered its way through a doorway made an extremely hard left. The hardest of lefts rolled like 10 feet down a hallway and rested perfectly up against my daughter's bedroom without making any mark on the carpet, without scraping up the paint on the wall. So like, the mirror has really sharp edges because like I said earlier, it's it's kind of like designed like a sun almost like shape. So it has these jagged sharp edges on the edge. Um, we tried probably like a dozen times to recreate, like knocking it off the wall, uh, intentionally dropping it on the floor to see if it would even roll. And because of it was so heavy, anytime it would fall off the wall, it would land straight down and then just fall over. Screw it! Um, you all disappeared for a second.
3: Yeah. That, yeah, we.
0: Gone. There you are. That was weird. Skype
3: like lagged really bad.
0: Thanks, Skype. We might because
1: we're so,
3: talking about ghosts. Yeah, right.
0: We're talking about talking about ghosts here. Yeah, what? Of course, that's gonna happen. When we're talking <laughs> of about course, ghosts. dude. Just that's
3: saying. so weird.
0: Your no. cameras are even in new positions on my screen. I know. I'm going to hurry up and get this story out of the way. <laughs> I think we're getting haunted. So I said, screw it. Let's just defy physics, and let's see what this mirror actually does when I roll it intentionally. Every time I'd roll it, this thing was so heavy that it would only take, like, four or five spins all the way around, go, like, three or four feet, and then just fall. It would just drop. Every time. So I'm like, okay, I'm even cheating to make this work and I can't get it to work.
2: How long have you had that mirror?
0: Uh, I can't really f- for sure say. I think it came from her parents' house when she okay. lived there. I think. I've,
2: I thought maybe all your past hauntings were. This
0: <laughs> no, never seen this mirror before in my life until we moved okay. here. All right. Um,. So that was weird, and then the uh, the next day. So like I I was up all night So we were rattled. I mean she ended up going to sleep after a few drinks because uh, it was freaky because we just couldn't explain it. And of course we just kind of just bullshitted each other that night. And we're like, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, so it's, it's yeah, it must have been it fell off the wall, and we just kind of like accepted it because we didn't know what else to think. <laughs> Even though I think we both knew that it was really weird. Um, she goes to bed and I stay up for a little while. And I put the hatchet, uh, on the kitchen counter and the, uh, the sheath for it was like across the room. I never even put it away, which is stupid. You should always put away your hatchets. Um, and I wake up the next morning and I can't find the hatchet. So I'm like, I just assumed I'm like, Oh, well I'm an idiot and I didn't put it away. So she put it away. So I ask her, I'm like, hey, what did you do with the hatchet? She's like, I didn't do anything with the hatchet. Where is it? And I'm like, okay, that's not funny. I'm like, where's the hatchet? She's like, I didn't touch the hatchet. I didn't touch it. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> so we end up going on this hunt for the hatchet for like a good 30 minutes. I end up finding the hatchet in the kitchen, uh, but it was in the towel drawer in between towels. totally can't explain that whatsoever. Still don't know if she did that or if I blacked out and did that. Not that that's a normal thing for me to do. Jeremy, you're muted and whatever you said didn't come through. Or the ghost did it. Yeah, or Bigfoot did it. Um. Yeah, I can't explain that. And it's really, really creepy.
2: Do your walls ever ooze blood?
0: <laughs> uh, no, they ooze okay. train sirens.
3: Jesse, what's that?
0: <laughs> that's a dumbass pointing at his screen.
3: <laughs>
0: wow. But so yeah, that's just the weird stuff that's happened in the location that we're living now. There's been other weird things before when we lived in Garden City. We had a house uh, when I lived in Livonia in a previous marriage. We were living in Livonia near uh, like five-mile area and Merriman. Weird stuff happened there all the time. But that house, I remember my ex-wife telling me there was times when she grew up in that house in Livonia. It was the family home. There was weird stuff that always happened in that house. So, sorry, wasn't me. Um, Maybe something attached to me from that house? I don't know.
1: But, Ooh.
0: and then there was definitely weird stuff, and I'm really sorry, mom, if you listen to this. There was definitely weird stuff happening in the house when we lived in Garden City. The family, which right. was probably which was probably my fault. But, uh, <laughs> Jeremy's just yucking it up over there. But yeah, I've I've always I feel like everywhere I've lived, there's been weird shit that happens. Was it the,
2: was it the house on James you're talking about?
0: Yeah, right on uh, Her- Yeah, James and okay. over by the school.
2: All right. That's funny because I, uh, well, I was best friends with the next door neighbor. Um, you probably knew his older brother, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know both of them. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened in that house, too. So maybe really? it was from your house. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The reason no, why I, no wonder they never waved me anymore when I'm over why, visiting. Why I don't stay over there anymore is because of you, so thanks.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a long history of weird occurrences. Yeah, but I still like don't really believe that it's like, oh, it's ghosts. That's just where I'm at. I feel like I probably should believe by now, but I, I always feel like questioning it because it could just could just always be weird happenstances in my brain being weird and just connecting dots where there shouldn't be dots. Yeah, it could. Um, but I mean, like I cannot explain, I can't explain any of the stuff that I just talked about. I have no idea. I even tried to cheat to try to explain it. Like, well, let's just pretend that physics isn't real let's see if we can recreate it. And I couldn't. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Somebody picked up the mirror and placed it down by my daughter's door. That's the only thing that, that makes sense. But that didn't happen because no one was there.
1: Right.
2: Well, let's move to the uh to one of the believers. Rachel, what weird experiences have you had, if
1: any? Yeah, I have nothing as exciting as that. I
2: Definitely thought you won't. were gonna say that you had
0: nothing to say. <laughs> and I was about to be like, who that invited too. her? <laughs>
1: no um so yeah i well in this house i still live in which is the same house where jake explained our dad had that experience i definitely feel like i don't know i've always felt something in this house i don't know if it's a ghost or just my own mind but um for example we really often um we have a big tall cabinet door in our kitchen that's like a pantry door so it's almost as tall as the refrigerator so it's much heavier than the normal cupboard cabinet whatever and we always will hear it bouncing open and close like imagine you open the cabinet maybe two or three inches and then just let it go so would it bounce a few to close
0: how how does this door like secure itself is it one of those like magnets where it connects How how does it close
1: it you just close it it's It doesn't have like a magnet to keep it closed. It's just a regular like cupboard door.
2: Yeah, it's It's like your normal kitchen cupboard door. Does your does the
0: floor have a slant to where it can open the door?
1: (laughs) Not to my knowledge. And like at first, we always thought like, oh, maybe it's the cat, like I don't know, trying to get in there or something. But nowadays, we have two dogs, so our cats like don't come upstairs ever. And we still occasionally will hear it, even when. Nobody's in the kitchen, like no animals are in the kitchen, and it'll just happen like once or twice, and then that'll be it Till we hear it again in a few weeks. So never could explain that one.
0: What if all the stuff being moved in houses is just Toy Story? What if I've Toy is the answer of, to everything? I'm
1: not going to lie. I've thought of that, and you know what? I wish that it was Maybe, maybe Randy
0: Newman had something going
1: there.
2: Randy Newman?
0: Yeah, maybe... <laughs> he knew- Maybe you got a ghost in me. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to do that, Rachel. <laughs>
2: the music composer knew the backstory for Toy Story.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like you just stole Jeremy Stunner, by the way, because that's a Jeremy comment. <laughs> no, but Jeremy just, just <laughs> inspired me. He'll just be quiet the rest <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> Jeremy anyway. just shot me a text, and he said, dude, talk about Randy Newman. <laughs> 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 Don't tell. Continue with your weird stories.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, I've never personally seen anything, but I definitely, like, feel stuff constantly. My room is in the basement, so, um, and I'm the only room on here, so that is already a creepy vibe. But I also, every night, I leave my, I close my door, but leave it open just maybe like four or five inches, so my cats can come in and out, and really mistake. The
0: cats are leaving the door open. No, leaving the, the door, door open.
1: What's up, man? You, you either close no, the door. no, way. no, no, no.
0: The rule is, is, you either leave it open, or you lock that bitch up.
1: You must have never lived with cats because they don't agree Live with. Lived with
0: cats that. my whole life.
1: <laughs> no, not Walk like the mine. Then. They can either come on, on in or they can the wait outside. Oh,
3: I don't have a lock on my door. Anyway. <laughs> all right, man
1: maybe four or five inches and i always feel like someone's literally just standing outside my door staring at me ah. to the point where like i'll sit up in bed stare at my door until my brain tricks me into seeing something but it never does because that's just me hoping that i do see you, something
0: do you think your brain is picking up on your cat staring at you they're like oh look at her she's just sleeping again honestly
1: maybe like, do you think your really cat knows. stand
0: in your doorway and judge you they yeah, do. they
1: definitely judge me all the time, <laughs> what do you mean? Do. <laughs> yes, my cats judge me. Also, Jake always makes fun of me for this one, but I also often hear, like, a woman coughing in what? my house. <laughs> in the basement, Is <laughs> there a woman
0: who could cough that lives in your house?
1: I mean, my mom lives upstairs, but she lives upstairs, so... But it sounds like it's coming right outside my door, just... A woman coughing clearing her Uh, throat on occasion I don't know but also when we first moved in here um, our parents became really good friends with our neighbors and they had said too that the owners of the house before thought this house was haunted too so they were feeling something Um, I don't know
2: hey Rachel um, can you tell them the TV story
1: what Do you TV know what I'm
2: story? talking about? The TV story from when you were younger. Do you remember this? No. You don't remember this?
1: From our old house?
2: I should I should have had our mom on as a guest instead. Yeah, from the uh, from the Maplewood house. Do you remember no. the TV story? I
1: like that comment you just made, <laughs> but no. Like oh my god. Story. I was too little.
2: Okay, so here's the TV story. Cause we actually just talked about this a couple weeks ago. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Jeremy's mind's about to just explode, and Jesse has a million questions after this. However, (laughs) supposedly, me and my sister, well, this is not supposedly. Me and my sister are factually two years apart in age. Supposedly, when she was roughly three, two to three, and three to four years old, so for a two-year stint, she would have conversations with somebody that lived in her television set. I'm sorry, didn't they make a movie about that?
1: Listen. Yeah, that's called Future Goods. listen, yeah. I also... My mom has told me before that when I was around that age, I used to tell her about my past family, and, oh, my old family had a dog, too. My old mom used to take me to the grocery store.
0: Do you remember these memories, or do you remember them no. just by...
1: I just I, know by what she told me that I said uh, anything.
0: They literally uh, make shows about you, and they...
1: They make I movies know. about
2: kids um, that do that. Were. You could have had know. a movie deal. To counter that, if you, if she doesn't believe, I... For whatever reason, everybody has these deep-seated memories that just come out of nowhere. I remember being asked to watch her for like a certain amount of time to see if she would talk to her TV... And personally, I never remember seeing it, but I remember being asked at, like, six years old to keep an eye on her and let them know if she did anything strange. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are probably going to give me away if I did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nope, <Jesus> broken. Christ. <laughs> It's a
2: good. It's one of the reasons I wanted to bring her on tonight. She's got so
1: really upset. I'm gonna go upstairs after this and ask mom because I did not know I talked to my TV.
2: Yes, you had full-on conversations with someone in your television.
1: Did someone let me watch Poltergeist? I don't know, as probably as a young child. They're and
2: they're then I
1: they were there.
2: No offense to our parents, but there was really no parental guidance back then in our household. No, there was. not so damn. You probably did watch it when you were like a newborn.
1: <laughs> that. That's crazy
2: That's weird Yeah she, uh, she had a second family And she Had a third family that lived in her television
0: <laughs> Yeah so like there is like that Phenomena where like kids Always have these crazy stories Or like there's paranormal stuff Surrounding children Aren't kids just always full of shit though? Like,
1: what are they really? I mean, because
0: my shit? kid walks into the room and she like, she'll meow and I'll be like, "What are you doing?" She'll be like, "Well, I'm a cat, dad."
1: Maybe she's like, a well, cat in her past life. She'll be like,
0: well, you're not, and we both know this. It could be the same with like, I'm talking to some of my TV. Like, well, no, you're
2: not. All right, Jeremy, get ready. I'm about to blow your balls off with this one. Okay. Nice. What if? What if kids we believe as adults they're full of shit, but they're actually telling the truth and exactly how things are happening in their minds. <sighs> See there's. I told you there's
3: nothing. I mean, I mean, I'm, I was kind of going there myself though. Like, what if like we just don't believe them? Like, what it's if like they truly? Pause. What if they we they truly see something, and we're, we're just like nah, they're would full of they shit.
0: Be able to see it, and we because can... their
3: minds are more less. are more open minded yes. than adults. Yes,
0: but I would like to say that I'm extremely open
1: minded.
3: Yes, but you were molded over the years, because you like you could have been like just like that when you're younger, and you not know it, because over the years you have turned into your own person, when you're. Four or five years old, you're still learning who you are. Child Psychology by Jeremy. I fucking hate you. This <laughs> is why I don't talk. talk. To your TV? No, I never talked to my TV.
2: Did Jesse talk to his TV?
3: Uh we
0: didn't like have TV. No, we had TV. Um
2: <laughs> Did you talk to the radio? Uh
0: no. No. I never really talked to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mainly I mean, just I talk. My, a... I mainly just talk to myself.
2: I was gonna make a joke, but you totally threw me off track. So thank right. you. <laughs> you're welcome.
0: See, okay, so you're saying, because this is not like this is like a theory that people have. So you're saying that kids are susceptible to paranormal like encounters or activity because they're open-minded, or because would... they're not like. Polluted like an adult
2: mind. I would think I they think would be kind more. Yeah, I think they'd be more susceptible because of how innocent they are.
0: I don't know. My kid's done some really <laughs> dumb
2: things.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: nah, I'm not saying that type of innocent. I'm talking about like innocence when it comes to your. Mind. I
1: think also too, it might have to do with just um lack of intelligence at that point. That there's nothing in their brain telling them like, oh no, that that was just an electricity thing or no you're just imagining that person over there or all these things that you learn growing up of people telling you like oh that's not true they don't really have that concept yet so in a way yeah I guess they are more open minded to the point where they could see something and just automatically believe it because they haven't learned to tell themselves no yet Hmm. if that makes sense you need to
2: get a child psychologist
0: on here (laughs) I can get a psychologist on here not a
1: I child was almost psychologist. a psychologist. I almost. Count for only counts for horseshoes.
3: <laughs> no, I don't need someone telling me that I'm pretty fucked up in the head. So. <laughs> tell you enough. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I don't know, okay. Like, Here, here's
3: oh, my
0: ahead. question pertaining to the to children. If children are more susceptible to paranormal activity, why do adults have more UFO encounters than children?
1: Ooh. Personally, I don't think paranormal and UFO go hand in hand in my mind.
0: According what? to Webster's dictionary, they do.
1: Just no, I know. I'm just saying personally, like me, like th- those are two completely different things to me.
0: Hmm. Huh. Fair That's enough. But that didn't answer the question. Does a child? Yeah, I don't
1: have an answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Like a. Okay, here's an instance. A two-year-old kid, supposedly they talk to their television because they see somebody in their TV. What a dummy. But but when they go outside and they look up and they see a circular object in the sky, do they just think, oh, that's a cool-looking airplane? Or do they think there might be aliens on that airplane? I would feel like kids would look more to the sky and be like, that's a strange-looking airplane.
1: Marshall yeah, I would agree.
2: Marshall than adults would be like, what the hell is that disc doing flying through the air at a million miles an hour?
0: Well then if that's your mind if that is your perception of that, then 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 I would have to say that you're saying that all paranormal stuff is real then.
2: Hmm. See now that's an interesting concept. Because you're kinda making
0: you're kinda making the point that we as adults just because we know stuff, that's why we don't have as much paranormal activity as adults, but that's also why we have more UFO encounters as adults, because we know stuff.
2: So like I feel like with the paranormal, I think adults, I think, technically, or logically, they would have the exact same amount of activity or encounters. however, I feel like as adults we are automatically trying to rationalize it as the majority of the population—not everybody—but I think the majority is going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's just a loose wire, not that a ghost is making my lights flicker." You know what I mean? Where a kid would probably—they don't. And know so you're saying
0: because yeah, because a kid lacks the intelligence or the like the wherewithal of an adult, they right. would see something flying through the sky and just be like, "Duh," and just go about their day. Which kind of would makes think,
2: sense. I would think in more or more instances, yes. I would I'm think is a majority. I'm have to start
0: yet. asking my daughter if she's been seeing things flying through the sky.
2: <laughs> well, the Never thought about though, this before. Difference is, too, have you talked to your daughter about UFOs and aliens?
0: We've definitely talked about aliens, and because uh, she asked me if if aliens are real, and then I, I'll just say you can go ahead and throw the link in the video. Now uh, you can go back to the episode where we talked about UFOs. <laughs> Um, and aliens, but I, I had the same conversation with her. I mean, obviously it was dumbed down, but it was yeah. like it was like, "Well, honey, there's so many planets, and because of that, and we have an ever-expanding universe." Yeah, there's aliens out there.
2: And how old is your daughter?
0: She'll be seven
2: in uh, May. Okay, so she's not. She's obviously not young to where she's just gullible to everything. However, she's also still developing. I feel like your circumstance would not fit in the majority of humans. Of, <laughs> what does that even mean? What, what I'm saying is, I think you go above as a parent to have more open conversations because these are things that you actually like discussing. I feel like the majority of parents at seven years old, they're not going to ask their kid or even if their kid comes, I don't think they know anything about aliens, personally, unless they learn well, from their friends.
0: I mean, okay, yeah, maybe. So like, this is where I'm coming from. Uh, my daughter frequently reads a book from Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's astrophysics for kids in a hurry. Or no, for young people in a hurry. But she also walks into the room on the regular and starts meowing like a cat.
2: Okay. So the innocence <laughs> of the cat, the cat is still there. You blew Jeremy's mind so like
0: astrophysics for kids. So like me as a parent... We'll, we'll talk about the possibility of aliens, but then we also make fart jokes.
3: I mean, you haven't, he like... He's going to try to explain this. What do you got, Jeremy? All right, so
2: you... Jeremy's like? also... He didn't take an edible today.
3: That's a lie. He's he's good.
2: A good.
3: I did right before we started. Um. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean... So... Like, I'm just pretty much agreeing with what Jake said this entire time. Like, the whole innocence thing. It's like... Fuck you both.
2: I'd marked a point for myself and zero for Jer- Jesse.
3: Continue. <laughs> well, no, it's just, like, the innocence thing. Like, we are trained. Like, if we would probably say something like that to our parents or when we were that young, they're probably like, oh, no, you're just, you're just imagining that. No. But... We could like Back when we were younger We could have saw some shit And been like Oh my mom said that's not real Oh my mom said I'm just imagining this So it's just I think we're just more like Trained in our Beliefs of it From growing up
2: So you're more influenced you mean?
3: Yeah We've been influenced not to Yeah we've been influenced not to Think of it that way
2: Everybody's different based on their childhood and the way they
0: were raised uh, Rachel is raising her hand yes. or she's blocking yes. the sun
1: no, I'm raising my hand I, I would just like to butt in but I didn't want to be rude oh, just um, butt in. I, I think for this subject in my mind I think of children before the school age so like in this theory I think your daughter would be too old because seven I feel like is too old and you're already learning and your brain is already being molded But like, if a two or three year old would sense something in the room, they would be more willing to just talk to it, which is why I think a lot of kids have imaginary friends because they will talk to nothing and just make a friend out of nothing. But if they were to look up in the sky and see a UFO, they would say, oh, airplane, because that's all they know. So I think you hit an age where this theory no longer really makes sense. So, I would honestly put it at like four and under, just my two cents well,
0: if it if it helps support your theory, the weird stuff that happened with my daughter on the quote unquote paranormal stuff, this is when we were living in Garden City. Uh, I believe she was like three and four. And then I it kinda, and then it stopped. Like it, just, it kind of just like abruptly oh, stop. What, what are you doing? Oh, you got goosebumps. Oh, okay. I just uh,
1: yeah, I just feel like that's more of the age where they would be susceptible to seeing that paranormal side because they're not really at the point to just shut it down yet, and they're more willing to see it as they see it and believe well, it. Let me
0: let me clarify so that we can all have the same picture in our head. Uh, it was only like two two instances where my daughter like was reacting to something that was going on that I couldn't figure out what she was looking at. Uh, So just one example, it was pretty late. Uh, We're on the couch and she was, I want to say like four. And we are sitting on the couch in the living room and we're watching TV. Our thing ever since, You know, I've we've had her was when she's staying with me. We always end the night either playing a video game or we'll watch a show or a movie, and then I just wait till she falls asleep and then I take her to her room. So we're sitting on the couch like normal. I can't wait to look at what you just sent me, Jake, because you guys are losing your fucking shit over there where the couch was uh, placed in the living room. If you looked immediately to your right, you were looking into the kitchen, which was completely black. It was dark at night. Um, and I remember one night she looked over into the kitchen and was staring and she started screaming as if she was seeing something terrifying. And I remember like, you know, jumping off the couch and like going into the kitchen, there was nothing in the kitchen. Um, like, I even went, like, I'm like, oh, maybe, like, a fucking, like, rat got in the house. Or maybe there's like, a raccoon or something walking around. So I, I thought she, like, no, we had no pets. We've never had any pets uh, with my daughter. Uh, she has basically a zoo at her mom's house, but no pets with me. Um, so I, like, went into the basement. I remember that night looking because I'm like, maybe it was a big-ass rat or something. But, I mean, I couldn't find anything. And that happened twice that one was the worst one the, the other one the other time it happened was she was just staring off into the kitchen for no reason and i like tried to get her attention i'm like what are you looking at and if, mind you she was a lot younger so she couldn't really articulate it but yeah that one night was really weird she just looked as if she saw like a monster and she was screaming for no reason
3: i mean but was, then yeah, that's when she weird.
0: got when she got older just nothing has
3: nothing's happened since i mean I, i'm agreeing with like the age thing too like you don't i mean what like once like you said once you get to the school age is when you start getting your mind molded into like this role of who you are so before that you're pretty much willy-nilly just trying to figure out who you are and once you get five six start going to school that's where you realize who you are and what you're going to do not what you're going to do but what you're going to do like that day and stuff like that like when you're a kid younger than that you don't have no idea what you're going to do all day I mean it's like
1: yeah, I agree Um, I know a lot of kids I feel like especially my friends and everything I feel like basically everyone I've talked to has had some sort of experience when they were a kid too like with me telling my mom I had a whole different life and then I know I have friends who like they would see ghosts or talk to ghosts when they were younger and I think so a lot of it is just like my personal experience or like people I know personal experience but yeah I definitely think it's an age thing to where once you hit that school age and you start learning and going to school and being more social and having adults tell you what to do all the time you kind of stop I guess being you stop you're not able to be that part of yourself as you were before. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we understand what you're trying to say.
3: Like, my, like another thing I was trying to get to, I mean, you can look at, like, dogs and stuff. Apparently, dogs can sense this stuff, too. Like, may, maybe all animals, but, like, dogs can sense other senses, I guess you could say, that they've realized there's different energy around. So, like, I in my... Dad's house, like the whole my dog playing well my sister's dog playing with literally nothing. She sensed an energy in the room and was playing with it.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think animals can obviously sense a lot more than we do and there's plenty of times where my cats or my dogs will just be staring like at one part of the wall and I'm like, Oh, uh, what are you looking at? What's there? Because I don't see anything. Yeah. And that happens like all the time, so
0: mm-hmm. I had a uh a lab it was a yellow lab that when I was living at home uh, yeah so there was times uh, I would be in my room which was in the basement back then and it would be you know like one in the morning two in the morning and the dog would be sound asleep one minute and then the next minute the dog would jump up and be staring you know nose pointing at the door growling at nothing Mind you, it could have been an animal outside of the house. Uh, I mean, in Garden City, we got, you know, possum, we got raccoons, but I would never see them, you know. So, like, I I just thought it was a really weird thing, but uh, all the cats I've ever had, never had any issues with them, like reacting to anything but dogs, definitely. Like my, my one dog, uh, the Yellow Lab, he would react to stuff all the time, and it was always at night. It was always at night, and it was always when him and I were in the basement.
3: You know? Like my whole thing with that, like, how would he be able to sense an animal completely outside the house? Uh, it's a dog. Yes, but it's literally through concrete, and
0: yeah. But I mean, a polar bear can smell a seal. That's what? a polar bear. Thirty feet below ice but I mean they're both mammals I mean they got crazy noses you ever heard of a
3: hound yes but your dog is not a hound what
2: have you ever he- heard of when specifically dogs sense when a storm or an earthquake is coming yeah then what makes you think they can't sense an animal that's it's outside
3: yeah because when it's an earthquake there's vibrations
2: what about a thunderstorm
3: there's still vibrations.
2: What about those incidences where dogs know that they're about to die?
3: That's just knowing that when the time comes. So you think dogs can know everything, but it's impossible for them to know that there's an animal outside. It's not even that. It's just... I'm
0: lost. Are you ready? Are you ready, Jake? <laughs> yeah, go
2: ahead.
0: Okay. Dogs can smell up to 20 kilometers away on the regular.
3: Yes, but that is probably with my mind. That's probably without any objects blocking it. Holy shit.
0: No, this is this is smell, so like doors are not airtight.
3: No, but I'm saying like to
0: believe so or not. So
3: they they do like inhibit or prohibit, sorry. Prohibit that. Why are we talking about this right now? Regardless.
0: Because you're saying that dogs can sense things, which I agreed, and then you're trying to make the argument that there's there's no way it would be able to smell an animal through a door.
3: But you're saying you're in a basement, so that means you're one below Over ground. The
0: door is not... Why would there be a door
2: underground? What would that
0: That's
3: what to? I'm oh. saying.
2: Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Do you know what we can both agree on? Super easily. What? We made the smartest move by making him the sound guy. <laughs>
3: uh, yes. I agree. I Sorry. made myself the sound guy. Come on. So, are you still on how a dog doesn't know when there's nope, a rabbit outside? I'll meet my mic.
0: No, because we uh, we proved him wrong.
3: Not really, but <laughs> it's pretty easy. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to put up a poll on my social media, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have people say yes or no, and I will bet your paycheck, which you don't have, and uh, and uh, I'm going to win.
2: Hey, that's bottle number
0: three. Hey, uh, Rachel, do you think dogs can smell an animal through a door?
2: Yeah, I do. Hey, look at that. I'm already at 100%. How about an airtight closed window? I bet they can still smell.
0: You know what can't get through a window?
2: Us. Bull sharks. (laughs) That's true. Jesse's got the smell of a dog. He can smell you all the way from his house. Dude, I can can smell you from here.
0: (laughs) Uh, anywho, Rachel, did you have any other weird stories of stuff or was that it?
1: Well, uh, well, I have a story. I, For my job, I clean houses. So I'm in and out of random houses all day. And there was one time I was in this old woman's house and thankfully she's never there when I'm cleaning because I hate cleaning when people are home. So it was just me in the house. No animals, no pets of any kind, no people i had just finished cleaning the upstairs so i was down now on the main floor cleaning the kitchen and all of a sudden i hear clear as day someone walking upstairs like through the hallway which uh. would be directly above the kitchen and it was an older house so like floors creaking and everything i could clearly hear somebody walking and at first i was like how did I miss someone in this house? Like I cleaned every room upstairs, I would have seen someone. So I go upstairs, literally no one there. I go back downstairs. I'm like, okay, um, whatever. Let me just get through this, finish my day, so I can leave. And then as I'm cleaning, I can't stop feeling like that sixth sense feeling where you just feel like someone is there. So yeah, that was the creepiest day at work I've had. And don't ever want you go know back to the house. you know
0: for a fact that it's just that old lady that lives there
1: yep she's the only one because i had talked to her
0: maybe there was a she burglar in the house
1: that's what i thought too and that's why i kind of it was kind of stupid of me to go back up and look but i did anywhere anyway because i was just freaked out and i literally looked through every room again and there was no one there that's creepy and she lives alone so i know like no one even lives there with her
0: you know what she should have said? Like if she would have came home like and you're done cleaning, you would be like, Alright, well you two have fun and then just look at her <laughs> and then walk out the door. And she'd be like, What's up?
1: <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. I don't I wish I had more experiences.
2: I'm back now, sorry for leaving again. Um so my wife's currently in bed getting ready to go to sleep and we're sitting here talking about paranormal stuff, of course. And it sounded like something just fell in my hallway, which is why I ran out there and I go in the room. I'm like, hey, did you drop something? No. Did you hear anything? No. My feet vibrated just about two minutes ago because something fell in this house.
0: Was it a grandfather
2: clock? No,
0: I don't <laughs> have one of those. Or was it a
1: was it your chunky teenager? dog sitting no, on the ground?
2: Both my chunky dogs are sleeping. Huh. This is just bad vibes right now. You're gonna have nightmares tonight. <laughs> Probably, I gotta be up early anyway, so it's okay. Mm. So,
3: demonic possession.
2: <laughs> <I was thinking. laughs> Thanks. Yeah, let's jump right into that. Oh
3: man. <laughs> I mean, I was hey, reading. A- what?
2: There he is. No, I was gonna ask you a question. Go ahead. Continue. No,
3: what's your question?
2: No, go ahead. Are you. Re- no, what's your question? I didn't have one. My real question was, why are you so quiet? So continue.
3: Because people (laughs) were talking. It's rude to interrupt. He said we. Anyways. No, I was, like, just reading up on paranormal stuff, like, for instance, the Annabelle doll and shit like that. Like, that shit's, like, mad creepy if you, like, really dive into it. Thank
2: you. (laughs) Thank
0: you for that. I I don't want to laugh too hard at him because he's not wrong.
1: (laughs) No, he's
2: not wrong. It's just a Uh, way of, like, I was reading into this and, like, it's, like, mad creepy, okay?
0: That's, like, him sitting down and be, like, man, I, like, I opened up my freezer and it was fucking cold. (laughs) It's, like, yeah, we know.
2: (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Interesting. Hey, do you have Jesse on your phone? What? There's a skull with glasses on the back of your phone. It kind of looks like him right now.
0: I look like a skull with glasses right now? (laughs) It's just... (laughs) I would love for you to explain.
2: You were so close to the camera for whatever reason. Like, I looked over and I was like, that looks a lot like Jesse. I kept going back and forth. Man.
0: I mean, I'm a little tired, but shit.
2: Um... I wanted to bring this up. Try to get back on track. I know I mentioned it to both of you and I hinted at it to her. Rachel, did you have any idea about uh, Mackinac Island at all? Well, you said you knew how haunted it was.
1: Yeah, I've heard over the years how haunted it is. For have you ever
2: have you ever been to the location of the drowning pool?
1: Where exactly is that?
2: Like the band? No, not the. What are they? A rock band? What would you consider them? Metalhead? Huh?
0: They're a metal band.
2: Let the body <laughs> hit the floor. Drowning pools a metal band.
0: Well, they're not country.
2: Why? Well, no, they're not. Totally hey, can we just
0: it. can we just mention real quick that eighty nine X overnight became a country music station?
2: Yeah, I lost yeah. a lot of respect for Canada.
0: That's all I got. It. I don't. You. I don't even have anything to say about it.
2: So, the drowning pool, not the Yeah, band.
0: back to metal bands.
2: Um, it's uh, It says it's on the southern tip of the island, but when I looked at it, you know where the main dock is where you come in? Yeah. Which is also on the south side. It's about 200, 300 yards um, to the right, so east of that.
1: Okay, yeah, so I think I know where you're talking about.
2: So, this place that I had no idea about was actually a spot on Mackinac Island where supposed witches were taken and subsequently drowned because they refused to claim they were a witch. But the few that did say that they were witches to stop the drowning were then immediately taken to the main town and hung by their necks. I found all this fascinating because I've been to that. What's the year on that? (laughs) hmm <laughs> Well you know two thousand and two. Well, it's definitely not two thousand two. I know. Um the only thing I could find is in the seventeen hundreds. Yikes. So that's roughly what sixty years after Salem, wasn't it like sixteen forties in Salem?
0: You're talking about Something like that? The witch trials?
2: Yeah, when were the Salem witch trials? Sixteen what? I knew they were sixteen hundreds
0: uh the that was 1690s or whatever 1680s 1690s i can't remember the exact year
2: so it's right around the same time though yeah that apparently in northern michigan they were also finding and killing witches well supposed witches huh yeah i never knew that i knew that the uh the island itself is supposedly haunted because uh well, there was the Battle of, I think it was 1812, right? No, not, yeah, 1812. There was uh, there was two battles that took place there for the War of 1812. Um, there's also an Indian burial ground on the north side of the island. and well,
0: that's where the hauntings came from.
2: Yeah. And supposedly there's been um, multiple, like in the teens, of deaths and inside the grand hotel since it was built so like anywhere between um, you know 13 to 20 or more
0: so the grand hotel apparently has a evil entity it's like a black mass and it has floating red eyes
2: that could be the moth man
0: could be or it could be that people are full of shit
2: could be They could just be making up stories
0: What about uh, Fort Mackinac?
2: That's got some creepy vibes to it. The
0: only thing that I don't... uh, So, like, the thing associated with Fort Mackinac is going to be, like, pictures of orbs. Not a fan.
2: Why are you not a fan?
0: Uh, Because I feel like that's just reaching for stuff. Like, I feel like that could be explained by so many things. So, like, back in the day... Uh... Shit, probably from like age twenty to like twenty two. I did a whole bunch of like amateur ghost hunts, but with like legit equipment. So, like digital thermometers, um, EMF detectors, digital recorders, uh, cameras similar to the ones that like you're using, with the uh, the IR lights.
2: Yeah.
0: And I went to William Ganong Cemetery multiple times that's one of the creepiest places i've ever been we should totally go there um super super high amount of like unexplained stuff has happened in there when i would be there Uh, we used to go i used to go with a couple of friends that i worked with uh at the time and we would probably go there once a week like during the summer and oh actually we went now that i think about it we went there there was one year we went like, all year round, because I remember there was snow on the ground a bunch of times we went. Uh, we'd get weird EVPs, we'd get, you know, weird feelings, weird noises. But we'd get orbs every time. And then the only thing, like, about orbs is, like, I feel like if I'm using the exact same lighting, so, like, you know, darkness, and I'm using... A flash from a camera i'm i'm going to get orbs probably in my house if i haven't opened up the windows you know like i feel like orbs not saying that they're not real i'm just saying i don't like to use that as an indicator of any proof of anything because that could 100 percent be dust which is why i really hate on some of these like ghost shows where they're like in an orb Flew around. I'm like, okay, but show me something else. I'm not sold on orbs just because they're so easy to
2: not be paranormal, you know? Yeah, I guess
0: the yeah, ones I, I
1: agree.
2: The only ones that ever pique my interest are the ones that like you'll see on a recording where it'll dart back and forth like rapidly and then disappear.
0: Yeah, there's so like there's been a few episodes of like Ghost Adventures, which I've watched almost like every episode of they're over the top a lot. Uh, but like they do have some really weird stuff that they capture. And like every now and then I do appreciate the fact that they will be like, yeah, this is totally dust. And then they do away with like the whole orb photo that they get. But then there's times where it'll be like, yeah, we can't hundred percent say that that's dust because it's moving in a weird direction. It's like moving in an opposite direction of the actual dust or it's moving in like a zigzag or something that dust wouldn't do. Unless there was like a weird airflow or air current. But then again, like I I just, maybe it's just me being too skeptical. I just always like dismiss orbs like completely well, just to play it safe.
2: Yeah. I'm, I mean, the only differences with me is not completely, but I would, I would go firmly say 99% of them I think is dust particles every time. Or a trick of lighting or, you know, a reflection maybe of something. Um, it's only the... I've only seen a handful where I was like, hmm, that's really strange. Because even the normal ones that are on a video recording, I'm like, okay, that still could be dust. Or it could be yeah. some, like, third-party light somewhere, some sort of light reflection. But some of them are interesting. Most of them I just discard right away. Hmm. Um, back to, like, places... Because I'm sure we're going to be wrapping this up here pretty soon. Um, Rachel, do you have any opinions on a place you've been or somewhere you want to go that you believe is like very, I guess, haunted or has a long history of paranormal stuff?
1: Well, honestly, I'm most intrigued with Mackinac Island, I think, and they always have. They do like a quote-unquote ghost tour, like most nights that I've never actually gotten the chance to do because it's always after the time where I would have to leave the island unless you're staying overnight. But they'll basically take you to the places that are most haunted, I guess, and tell you stories and what people have heard and seen or whatever. But also, fun fact, did you guys know that most of the houses on the island, in their porches, the ceilings, like of their awning ceilings, are painted blue. Even the Grand Hotel. Do you know why? No. No. Okay. Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because um, people believe that bad spirits or negative spirits or demon- gem- demonic spirits can't cross over water. So they paint their roofs blue so that they won't cross over and come inside. And mm. they do that in a lot of haunted places. I learned that in Key West. I didn't know that, yeah, so if you ever I go to thought, back to island and you look around at the houses, you'll know why the awning roofs are or ceilings are painted blue.
2: see, I thought it was for the birds, so the birds don't nests. <laughs> because they think it's the sky. that's what I've always heard. I've never heard the ghost analogy
1: all right, good, good theory, yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Jesse, do you mm-hmm. have a uh a place other than, I guess, other than your cemetery or just a place you would like to go that has supposed paranormal incidences?
0: Uh, to be honest, uh, I, I don't really know of too many places. I mean, I know of, like, a lot of, like, local places, but, like, I've like, I've already been to a lot of local places. Uh, like Eloise, I went before. It was, like, completely ripped to shreds. Uh, the tunnel not the actual tunnels themselves but the uh, the tunnel entrances to the, uh, the Eloise area there's also the Eloise property that most people don't really mess with and I feel like they don't really know what's in there so there's this massive area of Eloise property where there's unmarked graves from the asylum
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and there's a lot of them and Back in the 2000s, like early 2000s, a lot of uh, like satanic cults would go in those woods and they would do a lot of rituals back there. So like there's a lot of weird stuff back there, regardless if we're talking about just weird stuff or paranormal stuff. there, There was a lot of stuff, a lot of weird activity that happened in that area of Eloise. Like so if you're looking at Eloise or if you're standing on the front porch of the Eloise building that still stands, the state building and you're looking out towards the road, the Eloise property, the field, is, like, beyond the road uh, through, like, this uh, weird, like, marshy area, and then it opens up into this field, and then it's surrounded by these trees. And what's oddly enough is on the other side of these trees is the William Ganong Cemetery, where I would go all the time. And that's where I got all kinds of weird stuff happening to me and a few others that went. But I feel like I would definitely want to go to Salem, uh Massachusetts. Mainly because I want to visit the Bethemat statue. I'm not gonna explain why. Uh but no. I think it would just be cool to be there to see that that all black house. Like I don't know if you've seen pictures of it. Uh yeah. but they have like some pretty gnarly like uh like what what is the uh Rachel you said it earlier what they do on Mackinac where it's like a tour. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a ghost tour. So, like, in Salem, Mm -hmm. they have ghost tours and things like that. There's a whole bunch of different, like, really cool paranormal shops, like occult shops, all kinds of... I would love to go to Salem regardless if it's haunted. If there's any place that is haunted, Salem is probably haunted because of everything that went down there. Yes, that's the house. Um, So, yeah, I'm perfectly fine if I never go to Salem, but if I could choose, I would love to go to Salem and just go on one of their tours and see the lay of the land there. Um, But Mackinac sounds pretty fucking cool. I've never actually been to Mackinac Island. Uh, I've been close a whole bunch of times, uh, but I've never actually gone there. And to be honest, until you started talking about it the other day, I had no idea that there was like uh, some paranormal stuff going on over there. I had no idea.
2: Mackinac Island's cool. It's cool just to go to. Um, well I know you're like super into history so just all the different monuments and plaques that are all around there from uh, the different wars and of course it was a fort yeah. Mackinac, which is on the lower peninsula there was a fort on Mackinac Island and of course um, there was the Indian burial ground which is cool to go see and there's a lot there besides the paranormal but the paranormal stuff is obviously super intriguing too so it'd be a good hot spot to hit. Jeremy, do you have any places you'd like to go or have been to? Jesse
3: took mine because I was gonna th- talk about Eloise. Dude, oh like, shit, we
0: could still <clears throat> we could still go to the, the unmarked graves.
3: That dude that They're shit still they, there. They
0: the state never did anything. Weren't, the, weren't so they, they discovered they, like, like a couple years over. ago?
3: Huh? They were discovered a couple years ago, like nobody knew about it.
0: Well, People, I mean, I heard stories growing up because I where I grew up was in Wayne, which is right. Yeah. Uh, what is that Merriman Road, and that's right across the street mm-hmm. from the Eloise property, the field, not the building. The building was further down, past yeah. The railroad tracks, but the uh, the, that field and those trees. I used to play in that area all the time growing up as a kid. But we used to hear stories all the time of the unmarked graves that were there, and but I never found them until I was in my twenties and I started doing like these dumb little amateur ghost hunts just to kind of scare myself and a few friends. But, um, yeah, that property is still there, the field and the trees and whatnot and, uh, the unmarked graves. Uh, and then Ganong is still open to the public. You just can't be there at night. Um, but Ganong cemetery is creepy as hell, even in the daytime.
3: Yeah, it, the uh, I'm just reading here it says uh hidden the Eloise Graves uncovered in Westland and that was back in 2015. So like and it was truly excavated? No, they cuz Wayne County halted the excavation of it. Oh, okay. So it's just they're just there now. Like they were fully brought to life in 2015 and they're trying to get them excavated but Wayne County's like, "Nah, fuck that. We'll just leave them be."
2: Look at Jesse knew about him in 1997. Look at that. <laughs> Wayne County behind him
0: as a book. usual. Should have wrote a book. I had a really weird, uh, probably the scariest thing that's ever happened when I was on that Eloise property. And it's not even like ghost related that I know of. Uh, so me and my buddies, it was a buddy named John and a buddy named Andrew. And we're walking through the field. It's at night. And mind you, this is like flip phone days. So like, we didn't have flashlights either cause we were stupid kids and we didn't know where our parents kept flashlights. So we had a, a flip phone. Well, John did uh, cause his parents had him or gave him a phone when he was like 15. So he was a lucky one. So he has this phone and that was our only source of light walking through this field and forest. And we're walking through the property and we get probably like a, quarter mile through the property and we come across this uh underpass which the railroad goes over and there's a tunnel underneath that connects one side of the railroad to the other side except underground so it's like this little bored out tunnel underneath the railroad system and there's like this steel pipe you know it's massive it's probably like you know 10 feet in diameter this steel pipe that sits underneath the railroad and uh I remember we came through the marshy area and we get through all like these massive cattails and we come into this clearing which faces this opening of this little pipe and we thought we saw like a figure inside the pipe. So immediately we start freaking out. We're like,
2: oh my God, it's a ghost, it's a ghost.
0: Well, then it started coughing and making noises. So we were like, holy shit, it's a homeless person. I'll never forget what that person looked like, though. It literally, like, you know those uh, those solid black wooden cutouts of, like, the cowboy leaning up against, like, it looks like he's leaning up against a tree. And you can Google the images of it, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I feel like they were everywhere in Michigan in the 90s. Um, yeah. That's what it looked like, except it was a homeless person that scared the shit out of me.
2: <laughs> I remember
0: we ran home
3: so quick.
2: I totally see that in my mind it
3: was awesome oh and i wanted i wanted to share something else about eloise too like apparently i don't know how true this is though i was told at way memorial in the auditorium there's actually tunnels to eloise because it's right down the road i've i've heard this as well because it's right down the I road I
0: believe that was in a paper actually yeah i may have to look that up um no i'm pretty sure that that's real
3: or there's t- there's tunnels going somewhere i believe it was to eloise because that w- they were made back in like uh world war II era for drama uh for bomb raids and shit
0: yeah
3: and if you got down to those tunnels it was a lot more safer being on the surface than on the surface so yeah but i can't remember if they connected them to eloise or not but i believe that's what i've heard this is also about 10 years ago when i was in school
0: Interesting. And how high were you then?
3: I wasn't.
1: Whoa.
0: My Jeremy was
3: sober. Huh.
0: Were you also seeing ghosts back then? Because you were a dumb little kid.
3: I was high school, you fuck.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant like elementary school. Sorry. No, high school. He said,
2: dumb little kid.
3: I also <laughs> said Way Memorial, which is the high school. Um, you. You probably wouldn't know, but... Yeah, I wouldn't know because I was homeschooled. Yeah, I'm Like a, a real G. But yeah. No, it's the high school, so I mean, it's crazy just to think sorry for interrupting, Jake.
2: Oh, you're fine. I was The only thing I was to say, Jesse didn't even have a TV. His history lesson was from the radio. He <laughs> <laughs> was just, you know, starting to break up. His mom had to run over there, change the antenna. <laughs> How'd you know? I don't know, Walter Cronkite was his history teacher.
0: Oh man, <laughs> throwback.
2: Huh. Well that's interesting. Jeremy wants to go to Eloise, that's what I've got out of this conversation.
3: I, I do I almost did one of the uh the paranormal tours they had. Yeah, I can't
2: pay that much money.
3: Yeah I... Yeah,
0: they are asking a little bit too much. Yeah. Jeremy, I, I can promise you right now, if you make time to go late at night, I'll take you there. It'll literally change your life about Let's go. like Okay, well, not right now, because, like, it's 1.20 <laughs> in the morning.
3: You said late at night.
0: It'll it, it'll definitely, so, like, I don't want to say it'll make you believe in the paranormal, because I don't really believe 100% in the paranormal, but it'll make you question everything, though. Right. every time I'd go there, there would be weird shit happening that I could not explain, whether it be, like, voices through an EVP, whether you believe in electronic voice phenomena or not, but there would be audible voices that we would hear, you know, in our own ears, there'd be weird apparitions of shit going on. Uh yes, we would play with a Ouija board over there just to see what would happen. We'd have tons of weird stuff happen with the Ouija board. Like it, it's definitely an experience in and itself just to go there. Even in the daytime just going and just looking at all the the headstones and see how old that they are. There's right. some from the 1800s oh. back there. Super creepy stuff. Um hmm. And that was the first time, William Ganong Cemetery was the first time that I actually saw what paranormal people would call like a specter. So it was like this massive glowing ball of light that shot out of a grave. It was really weird. I think I was crazy because I can't explain that whatsoever. But it was a red light that came out of nowhere from a grave. I can show you this if we ever go. I still know exactly where the grave is at. It's a gold colored grave. It's a flat grave. And it's a baby named Rose. She died when she was two. That's where the specter light came out of one night. Hmm. Scared the shit out of us. No, I'm down. Okay, we're totally going
2: to go. When
0: and quarter? Jake, you're coming oh. with
2: us too.
3: Oh yeah. you my No, you're coming, camera. bud.
2: You guys can record it. You're coming, bud. You're coming. Coming from the guy that wouldn't get out of the truck.
3: Listen, bears and spirits are two different things.
2: Yeah, a bear will eat you. A spirit will just manifest inside your body. Hopefully. And take control. Hopefully. <laughs> And then, not only will you be stoned, you'll be a stoned
3: ghost. Yeah.
2: Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> unless anybody else has anything to add, can we close the book on this uh, paranormal episode, at least for today?
3: I'm good. I'm
0: good.
2: Alright.
1: I'm, I'm
2: sure we'll have more conversations, because we left a lot out. I only, oh, yeah. I only marked off
0: two... Of my talking points, out of <laughs> five, I have five left.
3: Yeah, we did We've been, Jeremy, how we've, did we've been yeah, going Jeremy, for. How many talking points did you have? Just whatever's in my head, man. Uh, what is your zero? I've brought up some stuff, so I don't even want to fucking hear it.
2: <laughs> Fair enough, you did.
3: <laughs> but yeah, we're got right, so hour fifty-four right now, so
2: we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna revisit paranormal. Well, maybe we'll get into some deeper, darker
3: shit. Demons and shit like that? We'll do a
2: review episode after we take Jeremy out and show him some graves. When he sees a ball of light come out of the ground. (laughs) (laughs) We might get lucky, I don't know.
3: So that means you're coming. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I'll be there. Of course I'll be there. Who are you kidding? Anyway, um... That's gonna do it for this week's episode on paranormal. You know where to find us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Table Talk JJ, Table Talk Entertainment. Um, listen to the podcast, of course, um, on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, and a couple other fucking things they put it on. I don't know. There's so many to keep up with.
0: Pornhub. Uh,
2: not yet. <laughs> you,
0: can go, you can go ahead and edit that part out.
2: I'm putting that part in for Mrs. Dembinski to listen to <laughs> Um, Thank you for coming out, Rachel. Did you enjoy it? You got any closing words to add?
1: Yeah, no. It was a good time. Thanks for having me. And if you ever go on any you know, ghost hunting adventures, I expect my invite.
2: Okay. I will remind Jesse eventually when we set it up. Jeremy, you want to take us out of here? Because, you know, you've said more tonight than you've ever said on any episode ever. <laughs> no, so you
3: might as well last it week out. I was pretty good. Okay, I just gave you a compliment. You don't need to defend a compliment. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Like, you gave me less credit than I deserve. You actually put a topic I actually know something about? I will speak about it. You know about you were, the school science? Were pretty,
0: besides the whole dog thing, you were pretty knowledgeable
3: tonight. I fucking hate you so much. Anyways, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this episode, folks. Like Jake said, catch us on social medias for all the updates and uh, random posts. Um, But yeah, have a good night. Thanks for coming out, Rachel. She's drinking.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs)